Welcome to Hello Hilltop. My name is Haley Adams and I'm a junior at SMU double majoring in public relations and strategic communications in English. Today, I have the honor to interview an extremely accomplished SMU alumni, graduate of SMU's class of 2010, Thane Economow. Thane is a screenwriter and director based out of Los Angeles and he graduated with a bachelor's degree in business administration and cinema film. Since then, Thane has worked for distinguished companies such as Lucasfilm and RNG Media, written multiple screenplays, and he's been featured in film festivals. His debut film, The Wedding Party, was released in 2016, and now Thane has more exciting projects on the horizon that the SMU community can't wait to see come to life. So welcome, Thane. Um, I first wanted to ask you why you chose to attend SMU. So I was actually a Hunt Scholar at SMU. Oh, wow. I was the I was the president of my high school class, senior class, um, yeah. which wow. made me eligible for the Hunt Leadership Scholarship. And that did play kind of a major component. The other thing I was looking for in a university was I was looking for a university that had a strong film program. Mm-hmm. And SMU's film program, while small, is extremely hands-on and strong and has great faculty. So I knew I wanted to go somewhere that had a film program that would excite me. SMU was one of those places. Combine that with a Hunt scholarship and uh, that kind of fell into place uh, for me. So you always knew you liked film. So when did that start? Yeah, I mean, I've been a big film nerd since it's a very stereotypical story where my parents got me a camcorder at or I asked for a camcorder at eight and I was filming my own movies with the neighbors and and all that stuff. And I got serious about film when I was in high school. uh, I went to I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the high school that I went to actually had a, uh, I guess you'd call it like a film program, like a TV film class where we were taught how to properly use the cameras, how to edit on Final Cut, how to how to shoot, how to produce our own kind of short documentary material. And so that that got me excited. And then the more I looked into it, I said, I think this is a career that I, that I want to pursue. And I was always someone who was writing. So combining that with my love of film, it's just one of those things where around high school, I said, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. So did you know that you wanted to be a screenwriter specifically before coming to SMU? Yeah, I, I always knew that I wanted to write. And mm-hmm. I felt like I, I wanted to direct as well, even though that was a maybe a harder thing to kind of put my finger on without any experience. It was definitely at SMU where I caught the directing bug, kind of being behind the camera on various short films. But as far as being a writer, that is, yes, that is something that I had always wanted to do. I'd always wanted to be a writer, tell stories in some form. And then when I kind of locked onto film, screenwriting was was kind of all I wanted to do. Were there any yeah. professors that you like really connected with or that? Um, oh, yeah. And you know, and it and it's funny, and I still I still kind of keep in touch with a lot of them. But oh. yeah, there's a professor, Rick Warland. Uh, he's a really bright guy. I actually studied abroad in Italy, and he was the professor that went with us. So I got to study Italian neorealism uh, with Professor Warland in Italy. That was very cool. Professor Sean Griffin, uh, he was the chair of the film department at the time. And he's someone that I've actually sought out for advice. One of the scripts that I just wrote is a musical. And Professor Sean Griffin literally wrote the book on the American musical. Like he wrote the textbook. So he was someone I sought out before writing the script. And he's someone I've kind of kept up to date on the process just just for advice and just kind of just kind of talk out film with him. Um, But there's I mean, there's so many great people there. Mark Karens is great. And there was a professor 
uh, she's not there anymore, Pam Elder, mm -hmm. who was my intro to screenwriting professor. Um, so she'll always kind of have a special place in my heart for being the professor that walked me through my very first screenplay. So, yeah. so yeah, they were great. And again, because the film program feels very small in a good way, mm -hmm. the students all have very close relationships with their professors. So um, yeah, I always felt very close, very close to all of them. Right. That's something I'm starting to notice as well as like I dive deeper into my major, like the teachers, your connection, it extends beyond just your coursework. And I think that's something that's unique to SMU because we're not as big as other universities. So I too feel that Absolutely. Way. No, you uh, definitely in a, in at least the Meadows classes that I took, I, I never felt kind of lost in a, in a massive right. lecture hall. And then they were just very cool people, very accessible. Um, I mean, it's, it's something very fun to be a college student and to nurse out on film with your professors uh, these people that literally know so much more than you ever could about the topic so they right. were always they were always fun to kind of just catch up with right yeah so after college like where did you go like how did you get to where you are now so after college I moved out literally weeks later to LA I knew that I wanted to move to, to LA I, I wanted to pursue film in the Los Angeles film industry so I kind of had a plan that I'd been working on for a while. While I was at SMU, something that I did that I think really worked to my benefit was I interned in LA all three summers of college. Oh, wow. So the first summer was an internship with the American Film Institute that was actually set up by SMU's uh, film department. So myself and some other SMU students had internships at the American Film Institute. The second summer was at a production company. And the third summer, I interned at National Lampoon uh, in Los Angeles, the comedy uh, company, the once great comedy company. And I was there to watch its uh, slow decline in <laughs> bankruptcy. Um, it was actually really sad because I was working there and I was really liking writing comedy content yeah. for their website. And they offered me a job. They said, when you graduate Thane, we're gonna have a job here at National Lampoon oh, no. uh, waiting for you. This great company that had made Animal House and Vacation. And um, during my senior year, waiting for this job that I thought was coming for me, their CEO was arrested for stock manipulation. <laughs> and then uh, and then he was replaced by his best friend, who was then arrested for a Ponzi scheme in the course of one year. So uh, that job, needless to say, was not waiting for me when I moved out to LA. Oh, no. Um, but when I moved out to LA, so to get us back there. When I moved out to LA, I got a, a script reader position at Lucasfilm. Oh, wow. So this was before, this was before the Disney sale. This is when Lucasfilm was really just kind of making the Clone Wars animated show. And they had one office in Los Angeles and I worked underneath a producer there. This is a position that I fell into. I responded to a job posting on Craigslist. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, Lucasfilm used Craigslist. And I don't want to make it sound too easy. I applied to maybe 200 jobs the first month I was in <laughs> LA. And I got zero responses except for the one to the job I actually ended up getting. So, it only so I, don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to gloss over that if any students are listening. I didn't like happen to get some Lucasfilm job. I applied. I carpeted the town. I wanted to have an assistant position because that's the advice that I got that ended up being very good advice for screenwriters is to try to get a an assistant position either at an agency or a production company because it'll allow you to get to read scripts. So that was my job as a screenwriter. 
my job at, at this company was to read the scripts that came in and kind of being the first line of defense. So that was, I mean, my education at SME Film School was incredible. My education reading these scripts was one of the most incredible things because um, if I can nerd out for a second. Um, Please do. <laughs> yeah, one thing that, that happens in film school is you watch great films, you analyze great films, and you read great screenplays. When I worked at this production company, Lucas, so when I worked at Lucasfilm, I was reading very bad and mediocre scripts that were being sent to their offices. And it was the first time that I was able to read things that were not working. And part of my job was to analyze why these scripts were not working. That was a, a incredibly important education for me. So over the couple of years that I worked underneath this producer, first at Lucasfilm, and then he had a production company at 20th Century Fox, it's, I, I read over well over a thousand scripts. And because I was reading, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, multiple a day, you know, always several over a weekend. And some of the scripts are great. And a lot of the scripts are mediocre. And some of the scripts are terrible. And kind of being able to read all these different kinds of screenplays absolutely made me a better writer. Right. So, so yeah, so that's, that was my first job that I had for a couple of years when I first moved out to LA was I was first a script reader, then an assistant, and then kind of an assistant slash creative executive at this production company before I went off to, to write full time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like now, what is your day to day? Are you, you're not still reading scripts all day? That's and yeah. So uh, in 2015, I was able to shoot my first feature film uh, as a writer and director, this is the wedding party. So that's kind of the thing that changed everything for me. That's the year that I went full-time into writing and directing, and I left my job as an assistant um, to go into creative full-time. Yeah, so that that's the big that's the big moment is when that happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm dying to know more about the wedding party. So um, what inspired the film and how did that process kind of unfold? Because that's a huge undertaking. Yeah, I mean, it was when I when I first moved out to L.A., maybe about a year after I moved out to L.A., I was I kept up with all of the SMU alums that moved out. And there was actually a tremendous amount of SMU alums that moved out my graduating year. And I met up with a producer by the name of Ryan Hawkins, mm -hmm. uh, SMU alum of my year. And I pitched him this movie that I want to make an independent film that's a romantic comedy set at a wedding reception. And we're going to, I want to shoot the entire movie in one continuous take. Hundred. Right. I'm, so, I'm so curious about that. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it, it's something that I felt was a, was a fascinating way of telling a comedy of air, comedy of errors, comedy of manners, a uh, romantic comedy where everything goes wrong. I thought it would just be so fun to do it in one shot so that you can really feel the tension, feel the awkwardness, feel the stakes of what's going on. And Ryan agreed. He said, that's a completely insane thing to do. Why don't we do it? And this was 2012, 2013, 2012, when we were having these conversations, people that we met with, professionals in the film industry that we met with told us that it was physically impossible to do. It was going to be physically impossible to make this movie. I know a lot of people, especially in the creative industry, say things like, I was told it was impossible to do this, but like no one ever told them it was impossible. Mm -hmm. People literally told me that this was impossible to do <laughs> because the because the cameraman would collapse or the actors would forget a line or the, the you couldn't hold enough data on the on the disc on the on the memory there was enough memory the the batteries wouldn't last so we had to kind of troubleshoot over the years as i was i wrote the script i uh worked on the script i worked with my uh director of photography will camp 
also an SMU alum. And we ended up, Ryan and and his incredible kind of uh, the other producers on the team ended up raising the money to make this movie. And in 2015, we shot it. And it was a wild experience. I mean, if, if I'm on an SMU podcast, I have to shout out that it was, you know, produced by, you know, Ryan Hawkins, SMU alum, produced by James Lynch, SMU alum, DP, Will Camp, SMU alum. Wow, uh, on sound, I had Lauren Hathaway, uh, Stephanie Gengel, Katrina Sands. I mean, the list goes on. There must have been 20 plus SMU alums on this production um so it was a it was a really exciting thing to pull off especially with all my all my old uh, film school friends well, i mean it's a testament to how great smu alums are <laughs> yeah yeah we and we stuck together we pulled it off um awesome so yeah so that was and, and that was i mean uh, that shoot was insane we we oh, rehearsed for, so w- what we did is we rehearsed for three weeks at the location with the actors slowly bringing in kind of background actors slowly bringing in the camera the camera crew and then the sound crew and then the music and then we shot the film a total of five times start to finish over the course of three nights and uh, takes four and five were basically perfect and we went with take five so the movie that you can watch on video on demand is take five there were no cheats there were no cutting together different shots it is actually one complete take start to finish um, on that movie yeah Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's so impressive. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was wild. And uh, yeah, so then we made it and then we did the film festival thing. And then we got we got a distributor that put it up online. And it was great. It was a great experience. But that opened up a lot of doors for me that got me a uh, manager, it got me representation. Mm-hmm. And from there, I've been able to uh, write full time. And I'm currently, you know, working with Ryan and a bunch of other SMU people on kind of getting the next indie film going. Um, but I've also been writing kind of professionally bigger screenplays, including this one that I I, I just sold. So it's uh, it, my day to day. Wow, I'm circling back to a question from a long time ago. My day to day is that I am writing uh, full time now. Okay, yeah. that's, that's really exciting. Yeah. If you can, if you can tell me, like, do you have any? I mean, you obviously do have projects on the horizon or projects you've just finished. Like, can you speak to that a little bit, or is it? Yeah, the the one that I can talk about right now is uh, last year I did sell a screenplay to Lionsgate. Um, we're currently working with the director on a rewrite. That's been very exciting. That's my musical. So I I wrote I wrote a musical. I sold that to Lionsgate, and you know, fingers crossed, they want to make it. Studios always buy more screenplays than they intend to make, but I've been having a lot of fun with that one. So so my big musical, I guess, is then the next one potentially on the horizon. That's great. So you might have already touched upon this, but do you have any like super memorable, like the most memorable moment from your career besides your movie, obviously? Most memorable moment from my career. I mean, it's it's hard to separate from the experience of making Wedding Party as far as memorable goes and, and mm-hmm. pulling off pulling off those those shots that worked um, and the kind of euphoria that came with that. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I would say maybe the I had the film festivals. I um, we were accepted to the St. Louis International Film Festival, wow. and I was part of the uh, New Filmmakers Forum. So it was myself and four other first-time filmmakers were invited, flown out. They had a panel. They showed our films, and the uh, the judge on that for that competition 
was one of the producers of La La Land. And I'm such a huge fan of that film, but I actually hadn't seen it yet because it, it hadn't come out yet. Um, but I was at the St. Louis Film Festival and I got to spend a lot of time with this producer and he was just kind of talking to me about this film that they'd made. And it's at the film festival, it's called La La Land that he's so excited about. And and yeah, and, and just kind of getting to hear the stories of from him directly about <laughs> shutting down freeways and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then the fact that we ended up winning that prize, the fact that someone like that was such a fan of my movie right. Um, right. was was really something. So yeah, I think that film festival always stands out kind of above the rest for that. Oh, what a great experience that is. Yeah, it was awesome. So do you have any advice for current SMU students? Yeah, no, I... I, I I've kind of some standard advice that I always that I always try to give to specifically and and I think this advice could apply to all students all meadow students but very specifically to to film students is use your time at meadows to get as much hands-on experience as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an environment where you are allowed to take risks you are allowed to fail people are there to back you up i when i was at smu i really tried to be on as many productions as i could be in any in any form any film productions but i also took advantage of directing as much as i could at smu i even discovered that smu had kind of a smu meadows had like a grant program that i applied to and i got a little bit of money to go film a series of short films and it's taking advantage of the opportunities and being as involved as you can. That is only something that you would regret is to get out into the quote unquote real world and discover, oh, shoot, if I want to make a movie now, I've got to pay for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas at SMU, they've got a, uh, you know, they've got the equipment. You can rent it out. You can go make movies, make big movies for your classes, make big movies with the Student Filmmakers Association, work on the summer film. And in addition to that, I would say internships. Internships, doesn't matter if they're Dallas-based, LA-based, New York-based, try to spend your time at SMU trying to get into some internships because it really does put your best foot forward when you get out. And then the final piece of advice, and this is ultra specific to um, <laughs> the film people, is if you do come out to LA, there, you know, you're going to want to be a writer-director on day one. And you should be writing, but you should also be looking into kind of the opportunities that I was, that I sought out and ended up working out great for me was, you know, see if you can become an assistant at an agency or a management company or a production company and really figure out how the industry works uh, from the inside out. And I think that would apply to other Meadow students as well. It's just to really try to do your best to get yourself into there through internships, through, you know, however you can get involved, get your hands in it. Definitely. That's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. My last question for you um, is looking forward. What are your goals for the future? I, I want to be able to do this uh, for the rest of my life. So establishing a career as a writer and director is everything that I'm always working towards mm-hmm. is I want to be able to keep making independent films, but I also want to be able to keep working on the scale that I am right now with, say, my studio project uh, musical that I'm working on. Um, I want to be able to do this seriously till I'm an old, old man for the rest of my life. I at least want to have the option to be able to do it and establish and make sure that I'm establishing a career and that I have people around me that I trust and that I enjoy working with because I'm having a blast right now with what I'm doing and I want to just keep doing it. That's awesome. Um, I lied. I have one more question. Go for Uh, it. I feel feel like it's fitting to ask, what's your favorite movie? Oh, 
That's a loaded question. Um, there's so many, there's so many genres, like maybe just. Yeah, no, well, I'll, I'll, I tell you what, I'll give you the answer that I just give people, which is Rushmore, uh, Wes Anderson's Rushmore. I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. I think it's the one film where he really kind of tackled, you know, balancing the real world with his own vision. It's also an incredibly rewatchable film, but I am a person that, you know, it, it might change year to year, right. um, depending on, you know, what I'm interested at the time. But if, if, if I'm going to go with an answer I'll, ju- I'll just say Rushmore I'll leave it at that <laughs> that's great well thank you so much of course for taking the time to speak with me and be on this podcast it was an honor to hear from you and we're so happy that you're still so connected with SMU yeah yeah this was a real pleasure thank you so much for for having me on thank you to our audience for listening don't forget to catch our other podcasts on SoundCloud iTunes and more and make sure to follow us on social by visiting our Facebook and Instagram accounts at SMU Hello Hilltop where you can find behind the scenes info and upcoming podcasts until next time we'll see you on the hilltop pony up